This morning's scripture reading comes from Colossians chapter 4, verses 2 through 6. Please follow along in your own Bibles or as a text is presented on the screens above. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us too that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise in the way you act towards outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. The word of our Lord. We are in week two of a six-week series called Bless, which I hope really it goes on forever. That's the idea, that uh, we would be a blessing in our lives. And the big idea in this, uh, in this series is that when we bless people, guess what? They are more open to God's love. And it's true for us, and uh, it's true for everybody. So um, with that being said, I want to ask Sharon to come on up here again, Pastor Sharon, and she has a special guest, Dolores. And um, we're going to talk about beginning with prayer. So... I um, am privileged to invite Dolores Green. She's one of our members and a friend of mine, too. When we thought about what... You can come up now, yes. What prayer, beginning with prayer, looked like, this is a woman who I thought of. She's prayed for me and prayed with me, and so I wanted you to hear a little bit of her story on prayer and what it's like in her life. So, Dolores, thank you, first of all, for sharing. Where have you been blessed in your life of prayer? I just want to thank and praise the Lord for the privilege and the opportunity to go to his throne of mercy and grace for prayer. And uh, I I just want to give him glory and praise. Um, I can hold it for you. I'll hold it, you talk. (laughs) Okay. I have been blessed many, many times by other people's prayers. Many times I was in need of different things in my life, and there were friends and family who um, came beside me and prayed, Um, and God answered the prayers, and I thank him for answering the prayers. Like, for instance, uh, in times of my illness, God healed. Mm. He he healed. He is a healer. And in times... um, when I was need, one time when I, I was in need of housing, I found a home. He opened a door for me, beautiful home. And um, when I needed employment, he gave me the job that I wanted. I thank him for that. Um, and when I was in a state of grief, more than once, uh, there have been uh, those who would come beside me and pray for me and give me a, a sense of, of uh, solace and comfort at, at that hour of bereavement. Um, and and uh, God answered all of these prayers, and I'm just thankful and grateful to him. And I want to thank those of you here who have prayed for me so many times, and I just thank you. can't thank you enough. 
Thank you, Dolores. You know, when we talk about beginning with prayer, we too are called to pray for others. So how do you engage that process of praying for people who may be far from God, don't know His love? How do you pray there? Well, I start out by asking God to draw them to Him. Because no man comes to God unless he draws them. And... um, If they have never received the Lord Jesus into their hearts, I pray that in some way they will be led uh, by maybe someone just crossing their path that will give them a word or say something to them that will open up their hearts and their minds to the love of Jesus Christ. Um, And uh, I pray for... For some that they, um, those who have have received him already, I pray that um, they would have a hunger and a thirst for God's word and return to him. And um, just open up their hearts and their minds and have a hunger for his word and continue to seek his face and to serve him. And uh, I'm just so grateful and thankful to God for for prayer and for those who uh, are willing to pray for others. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dolores. Thank you for sharing this. This is what it is to begin with prayer. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Dolores. Um, as we get older, we have more experiences to talk about. And... Uh, I know that all that's real for you, so thank you for sharing that for all of us. We believe that when Jesus said, my father is always at work, you know, that's kind of an amazing statement that Jesus made, my father is always at work, and we live into those words, trusting that that is true. And we're going to move from the question today of, that I told you last week, we're going to, you know, how can I bless someone this week, to how can I pray for some this week, or more in this season of life. And I want to give you, uh, I'd really love it if you would, if you'd kind of follow my orders here. <laughs> Doesn't always work at home, but maybe here. Um, this is a, uh, the thing we're going to be using today. So if you could take that out. Hopefully everybody got one. If you didn't, um, maybe there's uh, one around. You could, an usher could find one for you or, or something. So, uh, But I'm going to be referring to this and Here's the, the general idea is that on, as you open it up on the inside, there are uh, two uh, tear-off things. Uh, you can, and one of them we're going to collect later, and then the other one you would keep for a bookmark or in your pocket or wherever you put things like that on the mirror. That would remind you to pray for three to five people that I'm going to ask you to consider writing down that God has put in your world. Friends, relatives, acquaintances, neighbors, co-workers. So um, that's kind of where we're headed. And, and everything that I'm going to be talking about is, is going to lead us to that place of writing those things down a little later on. So um, there's the plan. And we're going to... Um, we're going to be in this little, in this short passage, and I'm really going to, the passage from Colossians chapter 4, verses 2 to 6, connects uh, prayer 
and God's uh, love going out to people. And so that's why we're choosing that. But we're, all, we're going to focus in on that first part, just really two verses, verses two and three, that have to do with prayer and uh, see how this might work for us. So here's the, uh, here's the plan here. We're going to look at persevering in prayer, watching in prayer, and then open doors in prayer. And we'll start with persevering. The, the NIV translates it, it translates that word "be devoted," but it, it is also translated "be steadfast," uh, "persevere," "persist," uh, "resolve to not give up." You, so you get the idea that devoted isn't. It's like be devoted for a long period of time to to prayer for someone, and it, we all know that that's a little difficult. When I was uh, a young Christian, and for me that was in my mid-twenties, I heard some teaching on this topic that I realized, soon I realized that it was absolutely wrong, and um, I'll tell you what that is here, is that the voice told me that you just pray one time to God, and then you, you trust it in faith. And if you pray the same prayer more than once, you're casting doubt upon your first prayer. It's just, it, you're just doubting yourself. And, and God doesn't respond to doubt. He responds to faith. I don't know if you've ever heard that argument. And it makes sense in a certain way, and it sounds really spiritual. But the problem is uh, that Jesus talked about praying more than once. For, I mean, way more than once. Over and over and over again in Luke chapter 11 and also in Luke chapter 18. He uh, holds this, this thing up. There's something in the heart of God that he wants us to be persistent, almost, almost annoying. I mean, that's, if you read those passages, that's what you'll come away with. Uh, he wants us to knock to seek and ask and knock and knock and knock and knock and keep doing it and keep doing it. That's what we're talking about here. Be devoted to prayer. So uh, it's, it's I, I don't know, prayer, is, is prayer simple or complicated? Yeah. And for me, the answer is yes. And, and uh, it really is simple. And we have the Lord's Prayer, which is 57 words long, and it really covers all of life. It's really simple. So I have a grandson that helps me understand that. And when he comes to the table uh, to eat, he, he's, uh, he's six now, but I've seen this pattern in his life, and he, will, he wants to pray. You know, I, I try to tell him I'm a pastor, and, you know, that doesn't work. Uh, he wants to pray, and I think it's cool. So he begins, and he has, he, he gets, he's so sincere. You know, he folds his hands, you know, proper posture stuff, and he kind of smacks his lips. You know how you do that? <laughs> you know, and then he just enters in, and he goes through this long list, and I noticed that he goes through the same list over and over and over again. And I'm on the list. Papa and Nana are on the list. And the other grandma and grandpa are on the list. And, you know, the friends that he has. And, and it's just this long list. And it's always, always the same. And I, um, it, to him, it's just really clear. This is simple. And that there's a triangle here in his life. This is how he, I think, sees it. Is that I'm here at this table right now, and God is there, and then I have these people. And I just do this triangulation thing. That is, and that for him, that's prayer. Pretty simple. As opposed to, to me. <laughs> and I'm, 
I, question, I like to question things. I like to think things through. I want to know why this prayer wasn't answered. I get bogged down in the details. I'll read a book in theology of prayer. I'll do it. I'll, do, I'll you know, whatever. I'll just do all this. And then it gets really complicated. And uh, I think sometimes I need to hear Jesus say to me, Mark, just pray and keep praying. That's all I'm asking. Don't overthink it. It's, it's really, it, if you overthink it, you end up with a lot of, does anybody here have an unfinished basement or an unfinished project around your house? If you don't have an unfinished, yeah, we, we all do. And it just ends up in that unfinished project category. And we don't have the re- rewards of seeing a prayer answered. And we, we, you know, and I have a long list there, um, very vulnerable in this area. And I need to hear the words of Jesus to me, just keep praying. Okay, So we overthink things, and the second thing we do is we get a wrong image of God. And here's why, so we might think of God, you know, how did Jesus present God to us? Very clear picture of God. God is a loving Father, our Father who art in heaven. It's very simple, very clear picture of God. You can, you, if you like the story uh, that Jesus tells about the prodigal son, you get a picture of God running across a field after a child. To, to a child that's coming towards him and he's running faster than the child because he loves that child. That's so clear that Jesus presents God to us in that way. Well, if you have that picture of God, it's very, very easy to pray to that kind of God. And the problem is if we have the picture of God as an ogre or somebody who is stingy or somebody who is just being you know, a judgmental figure from on high, I mean, here's the question. If that's my image of God, why would I want to introduce him to anyone else? I'm not motivated to pray. I I have relatives that I'm not sure I'd want you to know. (laughs) You have any of those? They just, I mean, just think about, you know, we don't get to choose our families. And uh, yeah, I've got some cousins and aunts and uncles that, I think I just assume you not know that they're related to me. But if I know that God is a loving God, and his heart is for me to be loving back to him and be in relationship with him, then I want that for people. I want that for my friends and relatives and acquaintances and neighbors and co-workers. Okay. So uh, persevere in prayer. Keep going. Secondly, be watchful. Uh, the word is watch and pray in both, but we're going to focus in on being watchful. I'm going to go pretty quick here. I want to, I want to be a little shorter this morning to give us time to do the, the writing down, and then also we have this grow and serve fair over there. But here's, here's uh, being watchful. Uh, so I, I've read studies, and maybe some of you have, because we're, in, we're on this plateau where people perform at a high level. Am I right? We're high performers. Some of us. <laughs> Some of the time. Truth be told, not all the time. But 
what the, the research says on peak performance is that you, God has, and I'll say God, not evolution, but God has given you in your brain, in the, in the, the base of your brains, this amazing capacity to focus and get into a zone, a high performance zone. And sure, caffeine helps, but this is something that God has given you. And it's called a reticular activating system. Have you ever heard of this? This is something you might want to know about. And um, I'm I'm definitely not an expert on it. But it allows you to get extremely focused. So athletes are aware of this and and, uh, sports psychologists, people who play, uh, great musicians, great performers of all kinds, they've studied this stuff. And the people who are the peak performers are the ones who access this extreme focus in their brains, this capacity to focus. Let me read uh, to you from a guy that wrote a little book on this called, um, what's the name of that book? Yeah, here it is. Getting Things Done. David Allen. We Just listen to this. We notice, so that's what we're talking about here is notice, being watchful. We notice only what matches our internal belief systems. So think about that when it comes to prayer. If we really believe that God answers prayer. We're going to notice things that relate to that. That's what it means to be watchful. If you're an optometrist, for example, you'll tend to notice people wearing eyeglasses across a crowded room. I don't know if that's true or not, but I guess it is. If you're a building contractor, you may notice the room's physical details. If you're a hairstylist, what are you going to notice? I mean, you know, it goes, if you're a pastor, you're going to notice people's sin. Wake up! <laughs> Just teasing. All right. But have you, ever, have you ever, like, gone for a new car or a new home, and you look at every car, if you're looking for a new car, consumer reports, ask all your friends, put it on Facebook, whatever, get, get input or a new home, and, and you, you just get so focused on that one thing. And then you make that purchase and you move on, right? But it's that capacity to get focused that we're talking about. So when it comes to prayer, this is what God's word is saying to us. Be watchful, be, but it's more than, it's be continually watchful, be alert, be aware of what God is doing. Look for those divine appointments that God might be making because ma- he makes divine appointments. I mean, you know, we, whether people show up or not is another deal, but we have to, and we have to see them. But be watchful for those. And that helps you to pray. I mean, it, you're, you're looking for reasons to pray, basically, in, in your life. All right, the third is uh, open doors. And, oops, I went too far. There we go. Um, and Paul says here to pray that we're to pray for an open door, that God may open a door for the message, that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains, Paul says. And this is true for all of us, to pray for open doors. And we're going to do that in relationship to our friends and relatives, acquaintances, neighbors, and coworkers. So I'm continuing to ask you to think about whose names you might write down on here and commit to praying for. So God doesn't just want us to look for opportunities to pray, but to actually pray. So 
He wants, and you're going to pray for an open door. An open door, we might also translate open heart. I mean, it, it, roughly the same thing. We're going to pray for an open heart uh, in these people. Or open doors, circumstances in life. And circumstances have a way of opening our, our uh, hearts. Um, if you go on the back here, it'll give you, this will get a little bit more specific, and I think it's helpful to be specific. So look at, look at the back here. Pray for a person, whoever that person is, blank, to become thirsty for God. And there's a scripture underneath that. See, there's, there's, a, prayer, there's a prayer that you can pray. Um, or hungry for God, however you want to say it. Pray for someone maybe who's, who just needs a 180 turnaround in their life. Uh, they've gotten into something that isn't good. And the word there is repentance. So pray for that for someone. Pray for them to uh, clearly experience God's love. What, a, what an amazing thing when that happens in a person's life, when you feel the touch of God that way. Or pray for, uh, to develop a deep spiritual rootedness in Christ. There's many other prayers we could pray. Uh, pray for people who are in circumstances, whether they're really good or really low, the Holy Spirit can choreograph that in a way that opens up the human heart. And he loves to work with people to do that. Very, very, uh, you know, Dolores' story. I mean, God uses people. For some reason, he would prefer to use people to get his work done. And that's where we come in in prayer. So um, there's a story in the Bible, real quick, from Acts chapter 16, and um, it's one of my favorite stories. It's about a woman named Lydia, and she is someone who you can tell she's kind of thirsty or hungry for God, if you read the story, but she, doesn't, she hasn't heard about God the way that Jesus revealed God. And so the Apostle Paul comes into town and he talks about what he refers to here as the mystery of Christ. What is the mystery of Christ? It's really simple. It's a mystery because it was hidden before, but now it's revealed. So we can talk about the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ for you. That that event in history 2,000 years ago is actually a love letter to your heart today. That's, that's how. And, and uh, Lydia received that love letter on that Saturday morning there in Philippi. And she opened it. Well, she, the, the beautiful word is that the Lord opened her heart. And you would not be here today if the Lord hadn't opened your heart or, isn't, or he's maybe opening your heart. I mean, that's, that's the way it works. So who in your life can you pray for that the Lord would open their heart, open the doors that would reveal himself to them? And God can detect, this is the is a crazy thing, but God can detect just the slightest movement in the human heart of somebody who's turning towards him. He has this amazing radar. He picks up on it, and he will meet you there. Okay, so he wants you, he wants your friends, relatives, acquaintances, neighbors, and coworkers. And I want to ask you to fill this out. Now, just for me, I want you to know this. Have you, is it just me or, um, or Patty and I, uh, but every place we've ever lived, there's been that one neighbor who's just really crusty. <laughs> I mean, old and crusty, if I could say it that way. And uh, hard, maybe a little hard on the outside at least. And we have, we have one of those in our neighborhood. And his wife is dying of cancer. And so 
open heart. We're praying for him. We're praying for him. He's on my list. He's on our list. We have new neighbors, uh, actually two sets of new neighbors in our neighborhood that um, we are getting to know. I mentioned last week, we caught both of them with the moving van in the driveway. It's a great time to catch somebody. We know their names, and now we're, they're on our list. So I'm just priming the pump here. Go ahead and take this out and get a pencil or pen. There are some pens, I guess, in the seat, seat pockets. And uh, I'm going to lead us in a prayer, and then the worship team has some plans, and we'll have a little offering for the tear-off here in just a bit. But I think you get the, the idea. Let's pray. Loving Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, God who is always at work, who is at work now, who is revealing love now, nudge us, we pray, nudge us towards names, of people who are created in your image, who you have known from birth, who you have a plan for in life, and maybe they just don't see it yet. Lord, we pray for them. Give us those names, we pray. Make us aware. Help us to be watchful. Help us to look for those open doors. Help us to do our little part. We pray this in your name, and we thank you for your love. Amen.